Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I like shrimp cocktail. Sounds good. I'm in. Shrimp cocktail. It's okay. Yeah, it's Nothing good. special. It's good. No, it's, it's good. I well, like you it. Can't, here's it's, the problem. You know, but guys, guys, the cocktail sauce is really spicy. Yeah, a little bit. Here's the problem. A little bit. You can't. You can't hype it up that way. Yeah. Like that's the place you have to go, well, and then you go there, and that's it. It's it's either that or this is where uh, Hoosiers actually took place. Those okay. are your two options in Indiana. Did I see this as well over the weekend? Because as you talk about Morales putting up, posting his birthday goes in and out. Mm-hmm. I thought I saw who posted something about a Kirkland sweater. Uh, yeah, I don't remember who sent it, but somebody said, see, people know that I've got a, a, a pretty decent collection of Kirkland shirts in my rotation. Okay. And so it was a hoodie, mm-hmm. a unisex hoodie, which means for anybody, right? But it's not just like a black hoodie or a gray hoodie or a white hoodie. It's a hoodie, but in the front, it has the giant Kirkland, Kirkland. logo like Nike or Under Armour or something like that, only it's Kirkland. And you responded that... No surprise to anybody. I would rock that. Sure, you know you'd wear it. Yeah. It's a little surprise to me. No, I, I I don't really care about that stuff too much. I'd wear it. You're not going to go Kirkland sweatshirt when you come into the office one day. No, I'm not. I'm not. If I got to go, if you want me to represent a brand, uh, I'll rock Sprouts. Let me get a Sprouts in there. <laughs> you want the health food store? All I'll right. go. I'll go Sprouts. Uh, Kirkland. By the way, Costco is amazing. Yeah. I just don't know if I need a sweater that's. The title Kirkland on it. Here, here's the problem with your Sprouts call. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I go there. It's fine if you're looking for something specific. Is it going to come universe, off like yuppie? No, no. It's sometimes it's the only place that I'm near and find. I need a section with normal things. I need a section that has Coca Cola and Doritos. <laughs> just, just one little shelf in the back of the store. I understand that's not what you're about, yeah. but I'm in a hurry. I just need to get my Coke and Doritos. Can you just put that on the bottom shelf? I'm going to get back? you an AMPM shirt. That's what I'm going to get you. Perfect. That's far more my speed. You ready for a, a late addition to Ask Slee? Sure. Francis and Glendale, you okay. know where this is headed. I was, uh, let's see here. Does Carson Wentz look like someone tried to draw Max Scherzer with their left hand? <laughs> and the answer is yeah, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> You see how brilliant that is? That is really, really yeah, smart. He looks like Scherzer with a scraggly. He's got the Hank Scorpio from the mm-hmm. Simpsons beard on Max Scherzer's left-handed drawn face. That's it. Sometimes I need a second to Process really it. think about what he's talking about. That's a pretty good one. But you probably don't want to mention Carson and Scherzer in the same sentence. So let, let's stick with Carson okay. really quick here because this was another moment that made me think, and you were going to see it tonight on Monday Night Football. It's mm-hmm. the uh, Lions and the Packers tonight on Monday Night Football. You're going to get to see Jared Goff all over again. How many different times watching the Rams game yesterday, Aaron Donald breathing down his neck, Sebastian Joseph Day breathing down his neck, yeah. Leonard Floyd just about to get him, that there's that step up in the pocket or that little shift, which is fine, you know, extend the play for another half a second, but it's the half a second after that where Carson Wentz is still running around trying to make something happen. You knew it was just a matter of time until he got hurt. And sure enough, he did. Aaron Donald tackles him. He gets his foot caught in a weird position, twists his ankle. Looked pretty bad, by the way. Get 
on the ground. Jared Goff never understood. Get on the ground. The play's over. Play for the next play. Matt Stafford, again yesterday, and this is why I'm so excited about him, he understands when the play's over. He understands when it's time to throw it away. He understands, when, hey, it's a sack and whatever. Now we're second and 16 is better than me breaking my leg. Carson Wentz doesn't get that. Jared, Jared Goff never got that. And this is why I'm so bullish on the Rams right now, because each game you see another example of the things that he does that their previous guy didn't. In football, there's a very – actually in sports in general, right? There's a very um, – hero is not the right word, but you're trying to – oh, let, let me tough this one out. Save the play. I'm going to save the play. You know what? I'm going to dive, and I don't care if whoever hits me. I'm going to – this is – I want to show to everybody else how dedicated and determined I am to winning this game. It's just not smart. That's no, what it comes down to. You know to. who doesn't it's not do that? intelligent. Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes. That when it's over, it's over. You know, Mahomes will try to throw a crazy pass every once in a while, but he's not going to let you hit him. Did one yesterday, and he even said it was stupid. It, it, and it was. Mm-hmm. I'm not, but I'm talking about getting hit. I'm mm-hmm. not talking about making – look, Matt Stafford made a really bad throw yesterday over the middle of the field on his heels. It was a bad interception, but what, okay, it's an interception. It's going to happen. I'm what, talking about why am I letting the other team's best player, Aaron Donald, put his hands on Carson Wentz to the point where his leg nearly comes off. That was entirely avoidable. What you're saying is Carson Wentz leaves the game with that ankle injury. This game is over. Keeps himself in the game. Maybe it's, they have a chance to actually drive down Jalen Ramsey. Doesn't get that pick. You're, you're right about that. Tell me that you didn't feel a certain way when you saw Jacob Eason warming up on this. It's like, oh, this is a Rams don't need to score a touchdown. All they need to do is kick this field goal, and this game is over. And I wonder, and I'll ask the Rams fans this, Matthew Stafford, better than expected or about what you thought he was going to be? 877-710-ESPN. And a playoff of that, too, Rams over the first two games. Are mm-hmm. you impressed? You said, you said this, you know, earlier we were talking about the Rams. You said that you were, you were impressed with the Rams. You thought, you know, being 2-0, these two games, you had to walk in on the road. You took care of business in Chicago where I'm more of, no, this is actually, isn't this exactly what they're supposed to do? It's, I, I'm not that impressed. What I'll be impressed with and what I'm more curious to see is how these next three goes. Do you go 2-1 and one over these next three games? Do you go 1-2? and two? Do you go 3-0? and oh? like, I'm, I, There's a curiosity to these next three games. If they get out of this next three games, 2-1, so two and one, one, you're feeling fantastic. pretty good about it. And it almost doesn't matter where the one comes. It, it, it matters a little bit what it looks like, but I don't think it matters where it happens. You get out 3-0, oh, you know, lock the door, man. This thing, it's, it's off to the races. I think that that's – look, look at the rest of the teams that are 2-0. and oh. I don't know – the Bears aren't great, but you saw that they're, they looked a lot better against Cincinnati than they did against the Rams. I think that's a, a credit to the Rams. You look at Indianapolis yesterday. They're not a bad team. I don't think they're a great team, but the Rams won a game on the road against a halfway decent team despite making a handful of mistakes. Those are two pretty good wins. It's not Tampa. I'm with you on that. But those are good wins, Al. I, I'm just not saying, okay, they, they won the two they're supposed to win. I think those are good wins for them. Good wins, and they'll have to be a lot better, too. Like, I think there's there's that part of it, too. If you just, okay, special teams has got to be better. There's certain things that you know they'll improve on as a season progresses. You know who might have the best two wins of the season, honestly? You know the Raiders. Damn right. Yeah. <laughs> damn right. Yeah. yeah. Against the Ravens on Monday Night Football. They, you know, talk about getting a little bit lucky. They did, but so what? They won. And they went into Pittsburgh, and I don't think Pittsburgh's great this year, but Pittsburgh's never bad. They're never a bad football team, and they went in there and they won that game pretty convincingly. So I, I we are doing our picks on uh, we're doing our pick on our picks on Thursday. One of the games that we had was Raiders and the Steelers, and we both felt the same way. Yeah, I'm taking the Steelers. 
with the points. I think we didn't have that much confidence in the Raiders, especially going into Pittsburgh. You look at their two wins. They got a win against the Baltimore Ravens. They got a win against the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Those are two solid wins. What's that smirk of your face for? Well, you just mentioned the uh, the picks. Yeah. Uh, now, since you brought it up, now would be a good time to do it. Would you like to do the picks, or would you like to do the stat hero hero of the day? Let's go a stat hero hero of the day. <laughs> All right. Well, in that case, it's Derek Carr. He had a 12.5 yards per attempt yesterday, threw for 199 man coverage against the Steelers. He Look, he was really good. When mm-hmm. he got hurt, what went through your mind? When he got hurt and he's sitting there, you're like, uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Have you ever felt that way about Derek Carr before in the last couple of seasons? Under the John Gruden era. Go back a few years ago when he was an MVP candidate, yep. for sure. This is the first time in the John Gruden era where you saw Derek Carr go down. You're like, uh-oh, Raiders might have some problems if Derek Carr is not ready to go. I think that speaks to how well he's played. I was going to say, and, and this is coming from the guy that said, no, I'm not picking the Raiders. Why? Because they couldn't find their kicker in the Monday night football game, right? We were just kind of <laughs> joking around about that. That was the conversation. It was kind of comical in a sense. Still impressive they got these first two wins. You buying them? You, you, no. You're I'm, not, I'm telling you, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. It's, it's, and because I think we're on the same page. Is it John Gruden? Is that why you're not buying it? I don't know if it's just John Gruden. I just think that ultimately things average out in the NFL. You can have a couple teams get off to a good start. I, I don't know how many teams, but yeah, you know, you know, often it is teams will start the season off 3-0 and and they won't make the playoffs. That's not uncommon. It happens in the NFL. And I'm not saying the Raiders are going to collapse, but they're going to have some tough games against the Chargers. They'll have some tough games against the Broncos, tough games against the Chiefs. They start, they're going to play an uh, AFC West team that, or division that's still going to be tough. You mentioned the Chargers, and I can't help but think about what happened to UCLA this week. You know, the, the UCLA does what they do. So do the Chargers, man. It just the, the Chargers get a nice little win on the road against the football team, and and they played well. And Justin Herbert's the real deal. And you watch it yesterday, and it was just so wonderfully classically Chargers because a there were fifty thousand Cowboy fans at SoFi Stadium yesterday. B they lose on a kick, a bomb kick by Greg Zerline. It just the Chargers will always be the Chargers, like the Bruins are the Bruins. Okay, so. First of all, another stat for the stat hero of the day is the what percentage of Cowboy fans were at uh, the stadium. Don't, don't, don't be hyperbolic. What, honestly, what do you think it was? Was it 65% Cowboy fans? 70? Impossible it was under 60%. Yeah, Impossible that it was under 60%. Was it 70? It might have been. Let's say let's just say it was 65%, okay? Uh, by the way, Stat Hero, the exclusive daily fantasy app partner of the Travis and Sliwa Show. Stat Hero was the first ever... Daily fantasy sportsbook that gives the player the advantage. Go to stathero.com slash 710ESPN for 300% back on your first play. Um, if it was 70%, let's say it was 65 I think there was an actual stat out there. Wasn't there, Emily? I, I, 50-something percent from 55%. a 55%. Okay. So this is the schedule you got coming up for the Chargers. <laughs> and I, and I, I point this out because this is an honest, honest question of what – you know, a lot of people say, oh, well, this is because they were at Dignity Health or, oh, this is because, you know, the Chargers, they need a couple years uh, out here. Let me ask you this. The Raiders come to town on a Monday night game on October 4th. What's that stadium going to look like? What's SoFi going to look like? Silver and black. Probably 70%? Yeah, at 65? least. 65? Okay. At least. The, the Raiders are still wildly popular here. Throw out a couple Angeles. more here. Yeah. The Cleveland Browns. They travel like crazy. Damn right they do. Yeah. Especially if they're good. Yep. The Patriots come to town Stop, October on. 31st. Of course. The Vikings, which is actually a funny one. 
we, Rams played the Vikings a couple on, years ago on a Thursday night. Thursday night it game. was a Thursday night game at the Coliseum, and there, there was a, a very healthy contingent of Viking fans. I think yes. Mike Trudell had a flag there leading the team out. Okay? Steelers, forget about it. Steelers, okay. The Giants, the Chiefs, <laughs> yeah. the Broncos, you're going to get a lot of this during Charger games. And the Charger players are going to have to keep answering questions like this. Whether it's Cowboys fans or Chargers fans, it, it was a good environment out there. I don't know. It was, it was, it was a lot of screens for both sides. Um, I didn't hear them very much. I, I heard our fans. It's always great to have fans back. Okay, that's I mean, my that's my favorite one. <laughs> uh, did you hear a lot of the cowboy contingency? It's it's so good to have fans back. Here's um, here's the head coach Brandon Staley. Um, I didn't hear them very much. I he- I heard our fans, and uh, I was yep. proud of our. I was proud of the energy in that stadium for us. I felt like we appreciated it. I felt like it allowed us to play better, and uh, hopefully it'll be a big edge for us moving forward having a home crowd like that. I mean. Third, I, on was third it, downs, it was, when it was, we had the ball third down, it was really it was, loud for some reason. But other than that, did you hear the roar when Zerline's <laughs> kick went through the uprights? It sounded like the, the, somebody just won the Super Bowl, and it was Week Two on the road, and the home team lost. Travis Lee's brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. I said we were talking about it on Friday, right? Yeah. We were talking about who's going to be the next USC coach, and there are some must lie situations when somebody says to. Luke Fickle, hey, are you going to be the head coach at USC? You double talk and you you don't really answer the question. You, you deflect, dance a little. You dance, dance a little. little. I get it. Mm-hmm. But when everybody's got eyes and ears and can see what happens, because I didn't really notice. Come on, man. Okay, what what Come should on, he have? What should he, if he would have said? Let me just use as an example. If he would have said something, um, yeah, you know, Cowboys uh, certainly it's one of the most popular franchises uh-huh. in sports, so. We know this happens. We know they travel well. Hopefully the next game we get our Chargers (laughs) contingency that really comes out. Is that what you're supposed to say? I I think what it is is, look, yes, there are a lot of Cowboys fans there. It's our job to make sure that this place is filled with Charger fans. It's our job to put a product on the fan on the field that this city's going to get behind, that we're going to get excited about, to develop our own identity, to make sure that that doesn't happen moving forward. I got another one. You know what else you could have said? You know, we can't control that. We have no control over that. But I'll tell you what we can't control. We can control making sure whoever's here is quiet and the only fans you hear are charged. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not what happened. That's not going to happen either. It's, it's just a perfect example of Spanos is just kind of not understanding what they were walking into. I get it. They play it so far. The valuation of the franchise goes through the roof. Yeah. I, I get the upside. Yeah. But you know the downside Conky, is that every week out, every just week. like at Dignity Health, just like at SoFi, it's going to be, guys, is this embarrassing to you? And they got to answer questions like this. Whether it's Cowboys fans or Chargers fans, it, it was a good environment out there. I don't know. It was, it was, it was a lot of screens for both sides. Um, I didn't hear them very much. I, I heard our fans. It's always great to have fans back. I mean, the topic isn't even, hey, you lost to the Cowboys, you're 1-1, one no. what happens next? It's, hey, no. what's up with your fans? Every time, every week? Do you think Kroenke sends Spanos... Do you think he sends him his Venmo barcode and says, hey, it's the first of the month? It's at Stan Kroenke 64. Get that check <laughs> in the mail. Oh, no, he needs direct deposit. No checks. Why, why do I, for everything, everything is still a check in the mail? <laughs> why not? You still haven't brought up the picks, Al, and who won the picks. We should move on. You know, uh, let's, we should talk basketball. You want to go no, NBA? No, a lot of good, juicy stuff right now in the NBA. <laughs> We're not going to do the NBA. We will do the picks, and we do need to figure out exactly what the Dodgers are going to do moving forward in the outfield. they got too many guys, That's not right. enough spots. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. You're on the road this week. Did you eat right? Did you uh, find anything good or did you just kind of boil chicken it up? Uh, Mount Rainier. So there's a great, great place that does their – what's the berry? Huckleberry? It, it's Huckleberry. Yeah, Huckleberry. Yeah. So they do a Huckleberry pie. That sounds good. Come on, bro. Ridiculous. Yeah. Make is there, them every is there a 45 minutes. Is there any sort of pie that's like, nah, it's not very good? All pies are good. It's not Especially that, fruit pies. It's not that they're not good, but they're not as good. Yeah, no, there are degrees, yeah. but yeah. it's like pizza, right? Even bad pizza, it's like, yeah, I'll eat that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're not you're not sending that back at any Hot point. Hot take in here. Taylor does not like any pies. All right. Turn on your Uh-oh. I'm just not a pie guy. I don't know. The crust? Crust is great. Crust is great. You don't like the crust. I'm a, I love That's fruit. the best bite. You That's know the what? best bite is Today's, at the end. I need to re- redo my power rankings on the mm-hmm. Travis and Sliwa show. Taylor just dropped dramatically with his bad pie observations. Taylor, you'll never drop further than me. Don't worry. <laughs> you'll never the drop further can, than me. Yeah, the one well, pie I can tolerate, though, is key lime. Yeah, well, I'll do that. that. Okay, see, he bounces right back. Yeah, this is like, see, he's the opposite of UCLA. <laughs> he has a bad loss, but then he very quickly rebounds with naming the very best pie there Wait, is. He UCLA right hasn't had a chance to bounce back from a bad loss. No, Can but they're the, the UCLA gets the win. It's like, this is different. This is different. Ah. Guys, we beat you. We beat LSU. We're back. Mm-hmm. Chip Kelly, man. Year three of the Chip Kelly thing. We got this. Win. No, DTR, man. Yeah, guys, you're going to lose this weekend. What do you mean? This team's different. What do you mean? We got it all fixed. Guys, is that you've been losing this game for 40 years. You're going to lose. What happened? Okay, real quick. They lost. Who was that? That's UCLA fans. Sound like a, a frat brother. <laughs> well, yeah, they've got those. 19-year-old frat brother that's... Because older UCLA fans realize yeah. that, yeah, I know what's coming tonight. Mm-hmm. I know what's coming. This is This is what we do. This is how it goes. The young ones don't have the experience. They don't have it. No, 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 dude. Jim Kelly's different, bro. No, he's not. No, I'll fight not. you. <laughs> Why would you fight me? Let's try a phone call here. Let's go to Covina and Eric. Eric, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up, E? Well, guys, tell you what. Sunday, you know when the when our when that when our LA Rams fell behind in, in the fourth quarter, for the first time in a few years. I was not nervous. Hmm. I was pretty feeling good. I said, it's okay. Stafford's at the helm. He looks, he's looking good. And let alone, he took them right down the field, and they scored. Guys, there's, I mean, for my friend, even after the muff punt, you know, when they scored in the end zone, I mean, I wasn't nervous. I was still, hey, no problem. We're going to come down the field. I mean, he looks so good in the pocket, the way he can move in the pocket, gets around, gives himself some extra time. Yeah, we saw videos when he was uh, when the deal was made, but now he did it Sunday, 
you know, I expect to win every game. I expect going into the Bucks. We beat them last year with golf. I expect them when they come back, the Bucks are going to have their hands full. I'm, I'm just confident, guys. I'm confident in this team. I'm confident in the offense. And they haven't even used all their weapons yet. I mean, we haven't seen a lot from Deshaun Jackson yet. I mean, and Atwell, I mean, gosh, he has so many weapons at his disposal. He just hasn't used them all. So, you know, I'm yeah. pretty excited, guys. Eric, I, th- I think exciting. you bring up a really good point. Thanks for the call. Um, the excitement factor is real. Because like he said, even after the Rams had that disaster in the end zone with the punt where Nick Scott, you know, the ball, the snap hits him in the hip and it goes sideways. And you had that moment like, what the hell was that? How did that happen? That The Rams for a long time, their identity was their special teams. Now that's been different the last couple of years, but it was sloppy. It was something you do not expect from a Sean McVay team. But at the same time, it's like, all right, we're okay. That, that was bad. That was ugly, but they're going to be okay. Matt's effort, boom, right down there, touchdown, take the lead right back. And that's not the feeling of before. Before it was, okay, let's see. Now, look, Matt, the Rams are not going to win every game, but they're not going to lose a handful of games because the quarterback does the same thing in those handful of games. Mm-hmm. There might be a game where the Rams lose because Matt Stafford throws a bad interception. That's mm-hmm. it's going to happen. Not only yep. possible, but likely. It's just mm-hmm. that's, the, that's the sport. But it's not going to happen six times. It's not going to happen the same way all six times, and that's the biggest difference. It's that confidence of knowing this guy's been there. He's not. He threw a bad interception early in the game yesterday. He came back and was just throwing darts the rest of the way. That's the difference. Well, it's interesting that Eric mentions even when they go down, his feeling is different than it was a year ago. Mm-hmm. I think that's the key because you started off the show. That's one of the main things that you brought up. You, you said that, listen, uh, ultimately I know I have confidence that Matt Stafford – can drive down the field and get that field goal when you need it, or that fourth, or the I think it was early in the fourth quarter mm-hmm. um, where he threw a touchdown pass. So I, I say that because if your feeling on Matt Stafford is that right now and that you feel good, I'm I'm still going to kind of it's not a hesitation on Matt Stafford. It's just the squad. Just play better teams. You're going to make mistakes against the Colts that if you do that against a good team, you probably don't win that game. You can't give up a, a touchdown because you can't punt the ball or have a miscue with a punt. So that that's the only thing that I hesitate. I got one for Rams fans. I got one for you because I asked Kirk this and he looked at me like I had horns growing out of my face. Is Cooper Cup on the short list of, I'm not saying he's the best wide receiver in the NFL, but is he is he in the conversation is he in the conversation with DeAndre Hopkins and Devontae Adams and guys like that? Is, is he in that mix? Because numbers-wise, he is. He's putting up numbers as well as everybody. He's not making you know circus catches like some of these other guys, but I'll tell you what, the way that he's looked through the first two games, and defenses are going to start to key on him, so I think the numbers yeah. will come down a little mm-hmm. bit. But my God, that guy's wide open two or three times a game. Not just catching balls, but yeah. wide open. It's interesting. They had a quote. Uh, Cooper Cup had a quote, and you know, obviously he's balling out. If, if you want numbers, yesterday he caught nine passes, um, hundred and sixty-three yards, two, two touchdowns. Week one, hundred eight yards, a touchdown in week one against the Bears. So he's almost compiled 300 yards in the first two games, and he also has three touchdowns total. But he had said something that he doesn't feel like they're doing anything special. He said they're just they're taking what the defense gives them. So to answer your question, yeah, they're going to be adjustments. If a guy is having that much success over the first two games, Tampa's going to do something a little bit different. They're going to say, okay, well, use some of your other targets. Uh, but he's been an absolute baller. We haven't. Deshaun Jackson did not catch a pass yesterday. We still really haven't seen Tutu Atwell at all. And then you have the Sony Michelle piece yesterday. 
Travis Lee's brought to you by Goodyear with every mile on the road to greatness. Goodyear, more driven. Daryl Henderson, look, all right, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to put it out there. Okay. Daryl Henderson is that guy that's a really good player, but you're, you need to have a plan B before you even implement plan A. He's going to get hurt. This is his third year in the league. This is the third time that very early in the season he's gone down with an injury. Just, Rib injury this, this yesterday. Is, this mm-hmm. is the way that it is. And it's not his. It's nobody's fault. It's just it is what it it's is. It's a brutal position, and it happens. Yep. This is why Sony Michelle was so important. He, he, Al, he looked good yesterday. He came in and had a couple of really hard runs. Now, clearly, they have a long way to go because when passing downs, he wasn't even on the field. They put Jake Funk in, who's you know a seventh round rookie player. He's he's not a guy that is going to hand the. You're not going to put it to you this way. On that third and two, where they tried to run the end around with Cup, you knew Jake Funk wasn't getting that ball, and you knew that with. Sony Michelle not in there. They were either going to pass or hand it to Cooper Cup going by, and it was a terrible play. Sean McVay said after that was a terrible play call by me. I need to do better. You figure out how to get Sony Michelle in that game and block a little bit, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you have a two-way go with him. That's another layer that really hasn't been implemented yet that's going to come, whether it's Jackson, whether it's Michelle, whether it's Higby, the tight end. There's still a lot of meat on that bone. Do they go out and get another running back? I think they probably should. I think they probably should because mm-hmm. Daryl Hender- Daryl Henderson is a good player, but I just I, I mean, what are you going to have him for eight games, nine games, ten, mm-hmm. not seventeen? Yeah, it, it's a good point because from a depth perspective, okay, if he's out, he's got the rib injury, so now you're putting so much on Sony Michelle. If your defense is too, you start predicating and kind of saying, all right, let's just put as much, let's let them run. We'll, if we're going to take our chances with Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup and some of these other offensive weapons, let's try to load up the box and make them run. Dodgers win yesterday. They take care of it. Two or three in Cincinnati. Your guy, Walker Bueller, who you now think should be sent to A ball to rework his stuff. Uh, was That's the my one. exact quote. Yeah, that was my exact quote. <laughs> he, he, he was the guy that didn't win. Scherzer was great. Kershaw was really good yesterday. Off day today. Then they start three in Colorado. And look, this is what you do. They, they, massage the rotation a little bit so yesterday Kershaw started looked pretty good and then they slid Gonsolin in in the backside instead of going off day today and then Gonsolin open up the series in Colorado they said we're going to skip Gonsolin we'll have him pitch out of the pen we're going to give you Urias Bueller and Scherzer all over again I think that's a really good decision 12 games left one game back you can't mess around with Tony Gonsolin anymore that's why you know that tells you everything of what Dave Roberts and the Dodgers think of these final 12 games you know, it just it says everything right there. Um, we're gonna throw our best, our absolute best, even though it's against the Rockies. You pretty much gotta take all three from the Rockies. Oh, for sure. And the Rockies are not a bad team at home. They're a terrible mm-hmm. team on the road, but they're look, they won two or three at Dodger Stadium, what, a month or so ago, three weeks ago. So they can beat the Dodgers. Twelve games left. How many you have to win? Twelve 11. games left. Eleven. No, not eleven. I think so. Because, look, there's 12 games left for the Giants, too, okay, right? so Giants win nine. You need to win you have 11. have to win 10. No, you have to win 11. 10 would tie. Yeah, 10 would, 10 yeah. would tie. 10, 10 would so tie. You're saying outright, just outright, outright win, win it. Division. You have to win 11 because that means San Francisco goes 9-3. and three. Okay, so for every every game you go down, if you want to go down to 10, now the Giants need to go 8-4. and four. Okay, if you want to go down to nine, that's what it, the, the math is really tight right now. You know, you know it's kind of fascinating here. And we kind of saw this over the weekend. All right. So as much of the conversation about the Dodgers and the Giants is who's going to slide into that wild card spot. Mm-hmm. I mentioned to you, telling you on Friday, I'm like, Trav, this is going to be a good weekend. Interesting weekend here. It's the Cardinals and the Padres. Cardinals and the Padres going into the weekend, St. Louis might have had a half game lead, something along those lines. So St. Louis sweeps the San Diego Padres. 
Padres are all but out They're of cooked. the mix now, They're right? All, yeah. all but out of the mix. And then you saw that that uh, toss up between Machado and and Tatis. And kind of uh, like that, by the way. In the you liked it. Explain it to me. I, I liked it because Manny Machado, who was the guy that would have been on a receiving end of that situation was he's the guy on the delivery end that he's the veteran player now and he's right that look Tatis is probably the best player on that team he might win the National League most valuable player award right now but dude you can't be pouting and sulking every time a call doesn't go your way it affects you you're, if you're the best player on the team and you're in a certain way it's going to permeate the entire squad and Machado was basically saying dude pull your head out of your you know what and we he said need it's you. not about you it's not about you it's yeah. about us and he wasn't going to let it go he chewed on him pretty good i liked it from machado so by the way what that means the manager gets thrown out so you're saying how it's not about you as in machado's point to we're losing our manager here. We're losing the vibe is going to be different. We're losing some of these games. And the last thing we have, and that game was, I think they lost 3-2. They gave up a late two-run homer. It just, everything that could go wrong with the Padres, which I want to I want to mention this when we come back, so we'll get a chance to do this here. With the Dodgers, you've heard, if you, if you remember the power rankings, remember the power rankings that we had uh-huh. um, before the season started? Uh-huh. It was Dodgers, it was Yankees, it was Padres, it was, you had all these teams. There's the squad that's been the most consistent, and two squads that you thought would be in the mix will actually do that at 11.45. 11.45 will do it. we got Factor Cap coming up next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Tickets over a million bucks. You're gonna that, that one's gonna stick around with you for a while. I'm just saying that was a bad bad. Go to Rams Bucks this great. weekend or a million. Look, Rams Bucks is awesome. I'm gonna be there. Pre-game show starts at 11:30. Yeah, we're gonna be right out in front by the lake, right in front of the stadium. If you want to swing by and say what's up, me and Kirk will be out there. You could do that. But if you said that or a million bucks, I'm gonna take the million bucks. Well, here's the thing. Step one is the Rams Bucks tickets. <laughs> we get that no matter what. That's step one. Uh-huh. Not no matter what. I yeah, mean, people you, have if, to. If you they have win to win the it. contest. Yes, you get to go to the game. Right. That's step one. Okay. Step two is you got to guess. It's a hard guess. It's a tough guess. Hey, it's worth a shot. If you do it, then you get a million dollars. So I'm excited <laughs> right now about the Rams Bucks. <laughs> Fair enough. Let's do what I'm excited about: fact or cap. After Urban Meyer has gone zero and two in his uh, opening, you know, time as an NFL coach, yeah, you can trust anyone more than you would trust Urban Meyer. Travis, is this factor cap? 
I think that's cap because there are people I would trust less than Urban Meyer for some things, but when it comes to – he's a good football coach. I don't think it's going to work out in the NFL because people have already decided that they want him to fail and then the, the sharks are circling and there's blood in the water. He's a really good football coach. I wouldn't trust him if he told me tomorrow was Tuesday. I'd check a calendar. I wouldn't trust him if he told me that you know my wife loves me. I would double-check that. Like There's nothing that could come out of his mouth that I would trust, but when it comes to coaching football – He's all right. He's just not an NFL coach. He's a college coach. Okay, I'm going to go cap here, but I, I, I'm a little confused because if I understand correctly, we're two weeks in to mm-hmm. the NFL schedule. Yes. If I understand correctly, Urban Meyer's coached two NFL games. Lost them both. And if I understand correctly, Jacksonville does not exactly have the expectations as another market does when it comes to football. Fair. Okay. With all that being said, why is he continuing to get questions as if his job is on the line? Well, I think it might be. <laughs> that he has disappointed the Jacksonville fan base, which is got such high standards, that he got outcoached once again, again, two games in. What am I missing on this? Am I missing well, something? I don't think you're missing anything. I think you're leaving something out. He lies all the time. So when he says something, nobody believes him. And because he's been so slippery through almost his entire coaching career, there people have certain feelings about him. They think about when Steve Spurrier went to the uh, Washington football team, okay. right? Because Steve Spurrier was so successful in college and so arrogant about his success, and when he came into the NFL, it's like, I don't know why everybody's sleeping in their office. I'm going to practice and I'm going to go play nine holes afterwards. When he started to get his ass kicked, people started to say, see, told you, told you, but told you. But do you think you. he's doing that? I don't think he's doing that, but people don't like him because of the line. People don't like him because of the way he conducts his business. So there's a little blood in the water. So if there's a chance to try to yeah. pick him off, yeah. they're going to take it. If you're one in 12, 13 games in, and and nothing looks like it's going well, and you actually have, you know, more material to go after Urban Meyer rather than two weeks in, you're already getting questions saying, "Were you out coach?" Because the players said they have the talent, mm-hmm. but is it because of the coaching staff? Are you not doing your job like that? Two weeks in, it, it's it. Part of it is, I think, the Jacksonville people in particular, they're worried he might bounce. So they're they're trying to hedge their bets a little bit. If you knew that he was going to be there for three or four seasons, no matter what, he's going to see this out. Can the guy have a second you, to try you, to figure then, this then out? Then you give him a second to figure it out. But I think that everybody understands that if this goes as bad as you say it might, let's say they go three and what would it be, 14, Yeah. okay? Yeah. He may say, peace out, I'm going to go to SC or some other college. Job. I don't need this. I think that's why the tone is what it is in conjunction with all the dishonesty. All right, so Brandon Staley, we played a little bit earlier. Brandon Staley played said this after his uh, press conference yesterday. So, Brandon Staley is deaf. Alan, is his factor cap? Um, it's cap. I think he's choosing what he wants to hear and what he doesn't want to hear. Here's the reality, Trav. We're going to have this. and the, here It's going to be what the Chargers are just going to have to deal with in the city of Los Angeles. By the way, somebody who's from San Diego, there were also many Charger games at Qualcomm Stadium. Raiders came to town, and if the Chargers weren't good, Raiders were going to dominate that stadium simply because of the location. People are coming for the weekend. It's a fantastic city. This is a brand-new stadium, SoFi Stadium, $5 billion. People are coming out. The difference in L.A., 
He actually had a fan base in San Diego. I genuinely don't think they have one here in L.A., at least something that— Certainly nothing like that in San Diego. Nothing that's, at this point, something that you can actually talk about. So I think he's going to try to make this dance in a certain way, but if you thought yesterday walking away from that Cowboys-Chargers game that the Cowboys did not have 65 70% of the fans, I, I think you're denying yourself— truth yeah I, I think it's cap look maybe he had some metallica or pantera or something going on in his headset and he couldn't hear what else was happening in the stadium but his eyes were certainly working he had sade on <laughs> it would be a better explanation than anything else no look he's a football coach and it's i'm sure that it's a little bit embarrassing that you're playing a home game in this spectacular new venue and nobody's there really i shouldn't say nobody but less than half the people there are there to see you and your team and it's embarrassing and he didn't want to admit it i just think it's that that's all it is i there's no other way to go about it if you lean into it it looks bad if you pretend it's not happening it looks bad win games and that'll take care is, of at is, least part of it is there something here that i don't know about drew in la is hitting us with a factor cap is this what's going to happen? Bring now? it on. What is People he got? are going to start suggesting their hey, look, own factor cap. This is a very interactive program. Whoever has one, send it along. Vent fans in bathrooms don't do anything. Oh, well. I mean, are we really going there? Are we really going to talk about this? It's just a noise. It's just it's well, no, it's, it's just it's noise. Suction. It's 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 circulating the air. Some of that air you'd prefer well, not be there. But what so he's like saying to be out. What he's claiming is it doesn't do anything. It's just <laughs> no. All right. For show. Look, you I would just ask that if you come to my home, we flip that switch. If you ever got a factor cap, hit us up. Myself, Travis, or Emily, we'll read it on the air. Go ahead, Emily. <laughs> All right, we have the last one. And wings are the best game day food. Travis is his factor cap. Where am I? Am I at the stadium? Am I at a bar? Am right, I at home? Where am I? In go. your home. In my home? Ooh, that's near the top of the list. Um, no, not at home. Don't pick I, mine. I think Don't pick that mine. The, the, the answer at home is, and we're almost there, Slee. We're almost there. It's still yeah. a little warm, but in another month or so, the correct answer is chili. That's that's the answer because you can put it on just about everything. That put it on a burger, a dog, yeah. uh, tortilla chips. You can make Frito pie. Chili's the right answer, but wings might be a close second. Okay, I'll go cap on this. Wings are fantastic. They're great. I mean, don't get me wrong here. Take down. It, it's arguably one of the best. Jolene's wings, chips and guacamole for me. Throw a little that's salsa a on there piece, as well, though, right? That, no, that's great. Don't get me wrong. I'll, I want to eat that, but that's like a snack. That's like but a warm up. That's like batting practice. Yeah, but game day food. But aren't wings as well? Wings, you're not. That's not a meal. Well, not so. The place that I like to go, they're one of the places that here they serve them on a pizza a pizza pan. Right, you know, like the oh, thing. So there's a there's more than a dozen. It's you you order them by by the do- how many dozens of these would you like? Just throwing that out there. So you're using it as a full meal. Yeah, well, it could be both because it's I, like a utility player. In a perfect world for me, you got a plate, you got some wings, you got some chips, you got some guacamole. Sure, that sounds great. Yeah, I'm not mad at you. Yeah. but we could have wings bat lead off, and then we could go into burgers and dogs or pizza or something else, or we could just keep the wings coming, and then we got a meal too. We we got it covered either way. Gavin Lux right now could be the wings. <laughs> well, my goodness, right? Travis Lee's brought to you by Progressive, and all guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Glad you brought that up, Al, because what we thought was going to be a problem maybe isn't a problem, or it's going to be a problem for a totally different reason. Mm-hmm. We'll get into it next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. 
fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Someone is correcting us, saying that uh, Carson Wentz doesn't look like Max Scherzer if you drew him with your left hand, but rather that Carson Wentz looks like Prince Harry, that according to Brett Shepard. He's got a little Prince Harry vibe going on there. They get redheads. We're getting a lot of tweets uh, about Carson Wentz and just what he looks like. Nothing about... (laughs) Well, it's playing most ability. importantly, let's talk about what everybody looks like. Let's really break that down. Let's not worry about the fact that Aaron Donald nearly tore his foot off when he tackled him, but rather, does he look, which member of the royal family does he look like? Those seem to be important topics. Okay, I got another tweet here. All right. So people, uh, we got one guy coming after us here. He says, you guys need your own opinion. The Chargers game was popping with both fans just like every stadium in the world. <laughs> Yesterday was the first time I could actually say as a Charger fan that it was pretty damn close to being equal Rams homers per usual. Uh By the way, I wasn't at the game, so I I can't give you an indication. Are we really arguing on behalf of Charger fans that, hey, we almost had as many as the visiting team? Is that really the the line that you want to fight? I I don't. (laughs) Hey, guys. You know, uh, you guys are just being homers. We had nearly as many fans as the team that came from out of town. Really? This is what you're going with? That's okay. actually a vast improvement. Not really. In a weird way, it kind of is. No. Look, the Bear, the Bears had a healthy representation opening night at SoFi. They yeah. did. There yeah. were a there was a very healthy amount of Bears fans there. It wasn't half. It wasn't a quarter. Mm-hmm. It was not so if they want to fine. Half. It was only half filled with the other team's fans. Great. You know what's gonna happen if they fall further out of the picture. They're one on one. I'm just saying, if they're ten games in and they're sitting at four and six or three and seven, uh, that fifty percent that he's claiming will end up being probably seventy percent. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at progressive.com or one eight hundred Progressive. I don't know if you remember this or not, okay. but when. The Dodgers made the deal for Max Scherzer and Trey Turner. Do you remember what I said in that moment? Not not aside from Trey Turner and Max Scherzer coming over here and how exciting it was to get those two players that are really good players. I, I just I remember how you kept saying, I don't think Dodger fans know how good Trey Turner is I think and how true. good he's going to be. And I think they figured that part out. But mm-hmm. no, it's something that I was dead wrong about. I said to you at the time, I said, well, nice knowing you, Gavin Lux. You're never going to hear from him ever again because Trey Turner's going to go play second base and Justin Turner's going to play third. You got Corey Seager at short. There's no there's no spot for him. Wrong, Travis. There is a spot for him, a spot that I don't think anybody thought that he was going to have to take. That dude, nobody can get him out all of a sudden. He's in left field. He's Look, is he the best left fielder in the history of baseball? No. Does he make me nervous every time he's chasing after a ball? Yeah, a little bit. Did he nearly get Cody Bellinger's dental work rearranged? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he did. 
Dude is on fire, Slee. He is killing the ball. And at this point, down the stretch, going into the playoffs, hot is the most important thing. He's he's bought himself a regular spot in this lineup, whether it's in left field or anywhere else. That Look, Chris Taylor's back playing center field. He looked pretty good this weekend, had a couple yep. of hits yesterday. A.J. Pollock will come back at some point, hopefully knocking on wood, that he continues so to has be that hot. hamstring injury. Yep. But Gavin Lux has to be in there somehow, some way, with the way he's swinging that bat. So if, if, if you and I were having this conversation two weeks ago, Right, you'd be like, "What the hell are we talking about? This is not obviously happening." So Lux kind of came out of nowhere, and I, I don't know if Trav, this just has to do with he's got no pressure on him, there's no expectations on him, but he's delivering. You know, like you said, and I don't have the exact numbers what he's done over the last week and a half, two weeks, but it seems like every single night he's got a couple base hits, x amount of RBIs, he's getting clutch hits. Um, he's in for power too. Okay, so that conversation that wasn't there before. It was as simple as this. You got Mookie, you got A.J. Pollock, and you got Chris Taylor. Bellinger has to get the short end of the stick. Mm -hmm. I remember you even mentioning, okay, no, you could put Bellinger in, put him in in the seventh inning when you're up a couple runs, and you could just have him in on the defensive side in center field. That's This is a – I think we've had this conversation before. It's the rich getting richer. If Lux is having this type of production, tell me how Bellinger finds his way in a lineup over the next – 12 games I know he's out right now but if he does come back and he's healthy how does he work his way back into the lineup last five games for Gavin Lux Mm -hmm. okay he's had one hit zero hits two hits one hit three hits he's had extra base hits in two three of those games he's driven in seven runs Mm -hmm. he's walked two times he's only struck out three times this is this went from a hey what do you do do you sacrifice a little bit of defense to add a little offense to, hey, this is a no-brainer. Now the question is, how healthy is A.J. Pollock? How does he get back on it? Because A.J. Pollock is a good outfielder. Yeah, Chris Taylor yeah. is a good outfielder. Gavin Lux is not, but that dude is tearing the cover off of it. And and look, these things don't last a long time, typically. You want to use it as in, until it's gone. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. This is We should never see Cody Bellinger swing a bat for the rest of the season, unless it's some weird 15-inning sort of deal or something that you had to double switch and you're running out of guys. But we need to be done with that. This guy needs to hit. Taylor needs to hit. Pollock needs to hit. We need to be done with Cody Bellinger. And I'm not even doing a deal. It just We need to be done with that. They've spent most of the season trying to fix it. It's not fixed. Let's move on. What would you say on Friday, Dodgers scored one run? One run on Friday with Bellinger him in the, lineup. in the lineup. They did not play him on Saturday or Sunday. 13 runs. 13 runs. Mm-hmm. Coincidental, what's that, what's that line that correlation is not causation? Okay, fine. But that seems interesting to me. Yeah, but you're also at a point where, you know, we just talked about the pitching rotation. They're not starting Gonsolin. Gonsolin could potentially have started tomorrow. Right. Yes. They're not doing that. They say they're going to do it now that there's today because today is an off day. They decided to skip it and keep Urias and right. Scherzer and Bueller on turn. Right. But there's also another reason for that. They You're a game behind game. the Giants. Yeah. So there is no, you know, when you say the Gavin Lux part of if this guy is producing right now, right now is all that matters. You don't have you. You don't have. Not only do you not have time left. You're a game back from the San Francisco Giants, and we already played out the scenarios. They can they can tie, they could lose, or they can 
outright win the division. You could still potentially have to play two extra games this year just to get into that five-game set. What happens? Go to your crystal ball. What happens 12 games from now? The Dodgers are doing what at the end of the at the end of 162? What are they getting ready to do? 163rd game. You think they're getting? Yeah, you think it's going to finish? You know what? I think you're right. I do. I think you're right. I think that they're going to be one game better than the Giants over the last 12. The the first 150 Al, I'm not going to sweat it. <laughs> We're down to the final 12, and that. So Scherzer, right? Mm -hmm. oh, but here's the weird thing, and we'll have to look at it. I'll, I'll do the pitching thing here in a minute. If you're in it, right? If you're in it down to the wire, and they're going to be in it down to the wire, right? you can't set it up. You might just get who you get. Do they get one day off or what? Yeah, there's there's a season ends on a Sunday. I believe that game gets on played Tuesday. on a Tuesday. Yes. No, you can't set it up, but to be honest with you, that's much more difficult for the Giants much more difficult for every other team out there. The Dodgers, think about how many options that they're going to have. They're going to have those options where other teams will not have. Even if you just pitched, even if Scherzer had to pitch in your 163rd game and you used Bueller the night before, you still got one of those two other guys. Let's say Scherzer pitches on, or excuse me, the, the rotation would be Urias on Friday, Bueller on Saturday, Scherzer on Sunday. Those are your three guys in a row. Now you go into the one game with Kershaw. Think about every other team that they're going into it. Your, your fourth guy in that scenario okay, is Kershaw. Okay, let me ask you. And there's not really ultimate pressure because that 163rd game is not you win or you're out. No, it's not. But it's win and whoo. Sure. All right. Of course. Let's take a deep breath. Let's get Max ready to go in game one. Let's get Bueller ready to go in game two. Yeah. You get to real. Now you do get now to Now you get to line up. everything up. What if Kershaw's in that wild card game? I like it. I like it. I don't love it, but I like it. <laughs> I, I love it with Scherzer. I love it with Bueller. I love it with Urias. I like it with Kershaw because he's not stretched out yet. He was fine against the – but we're yeah. talking for now all of a sudden, okay, how are we going to get to the ninth inning? How are you going to get to uh, Kenley Jansen who gave up a, a bomb last night? The Rams are 2-0. and USC looked great. UCLA did what they did. There's going to – basically what I'm getting at, Slee, is – I aced the weekend. It's all coming up next. It's Travis and Salee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.